You're listening to the Earn That Body Podcast, episode number 284. Welcome to the Earn That Body Show with Kim Eagle. Kim is an award-winning personal trainer. She trains her clients all over the world online and is passionate about empowering people by getting fit and healthy. Welcome back. This is Kim Eagle with the Earn That Body podcast, and I hope September is doing you well. I hope those summer temps are starting to calm down, and I'm excited because I love fall season. I tell you all that all the time. And let me tell you, you're going to blink your eyes, and it's going to be holiday season. So this is absolutely the time. If you put on any summer pounds that you're trying to get off, or if you just feel like your diet and nutrition in general has not gotten back on track since summer schedule, this is the time to make it happen. Because like I just said, the holidays are literally around the corner. And you know that that's a hard time of year with food, nutrition, exercise. So now would be the time to get everything dialed in, maybe shed some of the summer weight if you put any on, or maybe it's just about getting your nutrition back to top peak performance so that you're feeling your best before those holidays even hit, right? That's so essential to take the time to do it now because like I said, next month, it's Halloween. I I feel like summer just started in some ways. I don't know where the time is going, but I am certain that now is the time to take action on your health before those holidays hit. Now, Enter in That Body this week, the Real Food Reset 10-day program is launching. I'm so excited about it. It's something I've been working on all summer. I'm super proud of it. By now, it's probably sold out. I can't say for sure. I Maybe I'll squeeze. How about this? I'm going to squeeze in five more people. If you would like to do the Real Food Reset and you did not get in, go ahead and email me, kim at earnthatbody.com. Say, I want to do the Real Food Reset. I will give the first five people who email me a slot. You still have to pay for it, but I will give you a slot even though it is sold out I'm pretty sure it'll be sold out by the time that this podcast launches. So just go ahead and tell them, I want the spot, I listen to your podcast, and I will let five more people in. One question that lots of people are saying is, well, look, if I can't do it this week, can I do the Real Food Reset another time? Absolutely. The first time I launch a program like this, I always do a big group support page on Facebook. We do a lot of interaction. It sort of helps keep you a little extra accountable. After that, it's gonna be open for anybody to do at any time. You just won't have that group support. It's sort of done on your own. But you get a daily email with Real Food Reset, and it's gonna tell you everything you need to do every day. So in a sense, the program itself will be holding you accountable. So yes, and of course, if you have any questions, Kim at EarnThatBody.com, shoot me an email and tell me what your goals are. Do you need weight loss? Do you need fitness help? Whatever it is, tell me your goals and I will actually help figure out which one of my programs is best for you. Now let's talk today about making health a lifestyle. I want to bring that up in that way because a lot of people have asked me, especially recently, I just turned 50 and a lot of wonderful people have been emailing me saying, hey, you look great. You're 50. It's amazing. All these great emails. Thank you so much for all that birthday love. But a lot of the questions I was getting was basically, hey, how do you do it? How do you do it on a daily life 
style schedule. Like, how do you stay fit all the time? I never see your weight go up and down. And I'm just wondering how you have made this a lifestyle. And it's a great question and it came from way more than one person and I thought, well, let's talk about it because I wanna make sure you all understand that how I live is what I preach and what I teach through my Earn That Body programs. And what I'm trying to help everybody do is make health and being healthy a lifestyle so that it's not a diet because diets are something that come and go and you probably know you have done, fallen off track and they don't work and this and that. And so today we're gonna talk about how to make health a lifestyle, all of that after this. And now it's time for the Eagle's Eye on Health. These are Kim's quick tips, latest health news, or piece of weekly inspiration. In today's Eagle Eye on Health, coming to you from Consumer Reports on Health Magazine, they had a great article that was titled, Where Sugars Can Hide. And they certainly do hide, (laughs) that's for sure. And we talk about it a lot in the Real Food Reset when we're looking at different chemicals and artificial sweeteners, but also sugar in general. Now the article said, if you grab a bottle of Bolt House Farms Mixed Berry Parfait Breakfast Smoothie at the grocery store, a quick look at the Nutrition Facts label will tell you it has 32 grams of added sugars. But if you're ordering a summer blackberry smoothie, At Jamba Juice, you have no way of knowing how much added sugar is packed into it. And that's because the Food and Drug Administration doesn't require chain restaurants to include added sugars as part of the nutritional information they already must provide consumers, such as calories, they have to include that, they have to include information about saturated fat as well. Now, Consumer Reports, along with the Center for Science in the Public Interest, recently petitioned the FDA to update its restaurant labeling regulations to match those of nutrition facts labels, where listings the amount of added sugar is mandatory. While some chains post added sugar amounts voluntarily, many do not. And that leaves consumers without crucial information they need to manage their diet and their health. Added sugars are those that are put into foods during processing, not the naturally occurring sugars in dairy and fruits and vegetables. Health organizations recommend getting no more than 25 to 50 grams of added sugars daily, and studies have linked an excess of added sugars to a higher risk of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, and other ailments. Now the software many chains use to calculate the nutrition numbers they do publish can provide added sugars. Giving this to the public would be easy to do and would help consumers get consistent information about the foods they eat. So don't you think it's interesting that these companies don't want to list the amount of added sugar? They're choosing not to list it because likely if you read how much sugar was in some of these foods, or added sugar I should say, you might not buy it, right? They don't want you to know it has 32 grams of sugar. That yogurt parfait they're talking about, 32 grams of sugar is practically more than a soda. And when it comes to sugar, sugar is sugar. So whether it comes from fruit or it comes from just added sugar in a candy bar, Sugar is still sugar. Now, you'll still get added benefits when you get the sugar from fruits because then you're getting also fiber and you're getting vitamins and those are important. So you do wanna have two fruits a day. 
But sugar is sugar, and that is why you can't just have unlimited fruit per day because then you'll be up to the 32 grams over that of a soda, and your sugar for the day will be sky high, and that really can impact your health. So you have to be very conscious when you are picking out foods because they might not include the added sugar amounts. So an example would be if you're gonna buy yogurt, go for organic always, please, if you can, because organic for dairy is really essential. But get the plain version of yogurt and then add your own real fruit to it because then you're gonna get, like I just said, the added fiber, the added vitamins, and yes, there will be some sugar. But that amount of sugar is probably far less than the amount of the flavored yogurts out there. The flavored yogurts have a lot more calories and a lot more sugar. So again, you're better off buying plain, adding your own real fruit than getting some of these flavored options. So great article and just remember that sugar is not the devil, it's the amount of sugar you take in that is impacting your health in a negative way. So don't go for the artificial sweeteners. Don't go for those chemicals. For those of you in Real Food Reset, you're gonna learn a whole lot about the chemicals we have been eating. You don't want chemicals in your diet. You can have sugar. It just has to be limited in the quantity you eat. Okay, who's ready to understand how we make health a lifestyle how we make being healthy a lifestyle so that you don't feel like you're living on a diet. So as I said, a lot of people ask me, how, how do you stay fit? How do you stay healthy without going on that diet cycle? And I know what they mean. There, a lot of people flat out say it and others basically mean it, but they wanna know how come I'm not the person who gains five pounds, loses five pounds, looks good in some fitness photos, but then you can see I gained a few pounds in another photo. I have pretty much maintained my goal weight zone for the last 18 years. And I did say goal weight zone, just so you know, because you cannot live at one weight. You can't be at one number. So when people tell me what their goal weight is, I then have to open it up to a zone. And I like that zone to be about three pounds. So for example, someone might wanna be 132 pounds. And so I say, okay, I want your goal zone to be 131 to 133. That is a better thing to do than to pick one number. You can't live at one number. Your weight goes up and down daily. So I have been in my weight zone for literally the last 18 years. I can't say I've never gone past the zone, but I never really let myself go past the zone more than like a pound or two, okay? Because if you cut that really fast, if you have a goal zone and you see that your scale went up two pounds over goal zone and you nip that in the butt right away, you're back on track. If you stop looking at the scale and all of a sudden you gain two, you gain four, you gain eight, you gain 10, you haven't looked at the scale now, but you know it's a lot, and you get on that scale and you've gained 20 pounds in the last year, it's gonna take some time to get it off and just be okay with that. That's why I like to have a goal zone. And then if I go over it by a pound or two, I nip it in the butt right away. That is the fastest way to get back on track. But don't worry, if you didn't do that and you are 15 or more pounds over your goal zone, you can get it back on track. It's just gonna take a little more time. So what is my trick to living this healthy lifestyle without feeling like I'm on a diet train? Well, the first thing I want you to know is that it did not happen overnight. 
all right? I definitely did the diet train, the diet game for many years. I would say uh, probably started when I was in graduate school and I thought the only way to lose weight was the drastic diets, the fad diets, right? So I jumped on all of them too back in the day. And then shortly after I went on those fad diets, what do you think happened? I lost weight and then I gained it all back because most of those diets had me starving. I do remember, I remember the Atkins diet, I was starving. (laughs) I remember the cabbage soup diet, starving. You can only sustain that for a small amount of time. For me, I could only sustain it for a few days. Some people can sustain it for like a week. Don't be a hero and sustain starvation because it can't go on for too long. And then what do you think happens? You binge eat because your body needs fuel. It needs calories and you've been starving it. So that is really why these fad diets don't generally work because it leads you to some extreme deprivation, and then the body will kick in over your desire and it will make you eat and usually eat more, okay? So just so you know, I've been there. I did it. There were times in my life I was just not happy. And so just like many of you, I used food as comfort. That is really normal, just so you know. I don't want to say it's not okay, but it's not the best way to handle comfort, obviously. But I did it too. And so those were the days that my weight absolutely went up and down and up and down. And I constantly felt like I was fighting myself and fighting my diet and fighting exercise and everything just seemed like a battle, all right? Now, I I, like years later, I, I got married, I had a child, And I went through a divorce, okay? That was a long time ago. And I remember when I went through my divorce and I was taking on, uh, you know, being a single mom with my two-year-old son, I literally said to myself, okay, Kim, you got two choices. You can get fit right now or you can get fat right now. And I'm sorry, I hate to use the word fat, but that's the word I used with myself. I said, you can get fit or you can get fat. You're gonna have to choose. And I literally had this talk with myself because I think I was like drinking a bottle of wine and wanting to go get the chocolate cake and I was not happy. It was very tough time after a divorce and being a single mom. And so I sort of sat with that question. You could get fit or you could get fat. What do you wanna do? Well, I decided, I'm gonna get super fit because I not only have to be healthy enough to raise my son by myself right now, I wanna keep up with him, I wanna be active, but I also wanted to be a role model for my son. And I think I even knew way back then that if he saw me drinking wine every single night, unhappy mom with her wine bottle, it might not be the best thing for him to see. So I chose fit in that moment. I chose fit. And what I did was I learned as much as I could about nutrition, exercise, and then I really started embracing how I would feel when I ate healthy versus when I wouldn't. Well, as I got my diet all cleaned up and not in an extreme way, it wasn't like, oh, you didn't, I couldn't have wine anymore. 
Now, I could still have a glass or two of wine on weekends. You know, I, I just limited that. It wasn't like I said, no more sugar, no more sweets. No, I really wanted this balanced life. And that meant on weekends, I would still have some desserts too. And what I embraced was how good I started feeling. I was no longer bloated. I was no longer gassy. I mean, to me, there's no worse feeling than being gassy. And that comes from eating unhealthy foods. I felt like I had more energy again. My skin is always more clear when I eat healthy. I was shedding pounds. I was putting on muscle for the first time that I, just so y'all know, I didn't put on muscle until like mid thirties. It's not something I ever had before. And I was starting to feel so good and I was gaining so much confidence back in myself. I mean, going through a divorce is just not an easy thing and you can it can feel like a beatdown. So this was helping me gain so much control back over my life and giving me so much confidence back. And I think back to those old days when I was doing the fad diets or just didn't dial in my nutrition and I never felt good. I don't, I cannot look back on one diet I have ever done and think to myself, oh, I felt amazing when I did that diet. Now I always felt deprived. So it became this very conscious decision for me to want to feel good from now on because this was feeling so great to me. And I think the only way to really make health and being healthy a lifestyle is to do it in a sustainable way that makes you feel amazing. And for me, that means I eat super healthy Monday through Friday. Currently, I have continued to do this over all these years. Monday through Friday, I eat very healthy. And then I enjoy my weekends. Now, enjoying myself on the weekends does not mean I have cheat days, as some people call them. Just so y'all know, a cheat day implies that you're doing something wrong. Cheating. That's, I, think about what that word means. You cheated on a test. Well, that's a really bad thing. You're not supposed to cheat, right? You cheated in a race. That's not a good thing. So I'm not sure where the whole cheat day of nutrition came from, but you should never feel like you're doing something wrong by eating something slightly unhealthy on a weekend. <laughs> so I never call anything a cheat day. And not to mention, I don't eat unhealthy for the entire day on Saturday and Sunday. I don't wake up on Saturday morning and sort of binge eat all the pancakes and bacon and sausage I want. And then I go out for fast food for the, you know, for lunch. And then for dinner, I go out and have like a pitcher of margarita. No, I do not have a cheat day, but I eat what I want to eat on the weekends. And so that might mean I do go to P. Terry's for a burger and fries. And P. Terry's is an Austin company. I don't know if it's all over Texas or anywhere else, but they generally have hormone-free meat, whole wheat buns, um, but they, they have French fries too, and I eat them on the weekend. I don't get, I get one small thing of fries and I eat a hamburger. And so to me, that's an awesome, fun meal that I don't eat during the week. I don't feel bad, I don't feel guilty, and I'm not cheating if I go and have that meal on a weekend, right? Or maybe I go out to dinner, I go out to dinner at least twice on the weekend, usually Saturday and Sunday or Friday and Saturday, and I'll get Mexican food, and I'll eat chips, and I'll get enchiladas, and I'll have a margarita. 
I don't have a pitcher of margaritas and I don't eat the entire bag of chips, but I eat all those things and I enjoy myself. And yes, just so you know, you will be up on the scale the very next day after Mexican food. Either don't get on the scale the next day or just know that if you are up two to three pounds, and that has literally happened to me many times after Mexican food, it's water weight because the food is so high in sodium. All right, so don't feel like you have just like undone everything by eating out one meal. It's just, it had a lot of sodium and you need to hydrate and get back on track. So I learned again to enjoy Monday through Friday healthy eating and then enjoy my weekend by having some meals out, might have ice cream for dessert. I have a serving. I don't have the whole carton, right? But I still can enjoy those things. Pizza too, I'll have one to two slices of pizza, more likely two. (laughs) those things can all still be eaten and you can still be fit and healthy. You just have to make sure that you're eating healthy more often than not. So I like to use the whole Monday through Friday, eat healthy, enjoy myself on the weekends because it's just a simple way for me to be like, no, it's a Wednesday. I don't drink on Wednesdays. And that for me is just an easier way to have a rule for me that works for me. Doesn't work for everyone. Some people are like, I don't wanna live by rules and we shouldn't have rules. You gotta do what works for you. It works for me to have, I don't wanna call it a rule, but a boundary like that. Because once you start drinking on Wednesday, before you know it, you're drinking on Monday and also Tuesday and then Thursday, and then you may as well drink all weekend long and before you know it, you're drinking all week. And that is not gonna help you feel amazing right? Because that is the goal at the end of the day. I want you all to see how amazing life can feel when you eat healthy. Now, I feel super satisfied this way. I don't feel deprived ever because first of all, my Monday through Friday healthy food still tastes great. I eat real food. I cook for myself. It tastes fantastic. When you eat real food, it fills you up. You're actually full And so you don't feel like you're starving. When you're starving, (laughs) you feel like, you know, I can't eat more, but I'm hungry right now. If you're starving, it means you need more food. And if you're not eating real food, if you're constantly eating these chemical foods, your body really never knows how to metabolize it. And so you may feel constantly hungry. Another reason that Real Food Reset program I love so much, when I did it for 10 days, I had never been so full Because in the Real Food Reset, you only eat real food. There are no chemical foods allowed. And so I have to say, I was shocked at how much, I don't want to say I was eating less, but I might have been because I was just full halfway through the meal. And I think it was just because real food actually fills your body a lot more than foods with chemicals. Now, I think a lot of people struggle to make health and being healthy a lifestyle because of five things, I would say. Five things, and let me ask you, do any of these resonate with you? I think that people struggle to make health a lifestyle because one, they're looking for a quick fix. Everybody's looking for a quick fix, team, okay? Nobody wants to lose weight slowly, right? That does not sound glamorous. We're all looking for a quick fix, but I'm here to tell you, nothing good in life comes fast. Nothing good in life is going to happen quickly. And getting yourself healthy in a sustainable way will not be done with a quick fix. 
So if you keep looking for a quick fix, I think you're gonna continue to struggle to make health a lifestyle. Number two, people who take the quick fix and fail miserably because it's not sustainable, and then they're always back to the drawing board, right? So that quick fix diet, maybe they took carbs out of their diet and they realized after four days they were starving because the body does need healthy carbs, right? And then they quit and then they binged a ton of carbs and now they gained weight back, feel bloated, feel horrible and failed and that's not a good feeling so they're back to the drawing board. And then they look for another quick fix and the cycle goes on and on. Three, people are just not understanding what their body truly needs. And this is not your fault because not everybody was educated about health, nutrition, and the human body. But when you don't understand how the body works, you continuously think that eating less and working out more is the way to weight loss. Because back in the day, that is what was taught. In my opinion, eating less and working out more leads to weight loss for a very short time. It happens quickly, so you're like, oh, I lost five pounds, I'm so excited. But then all of a sudden, it stops. If that's you, if you're someone who cannot lose any more weight, like you lost five pounds and you keep eating less because you're like, well, I can't lose more, I gotta eat less. Or you keep working out more thinking, well, I can't work out any less than I do now because I can't even shed pounds on this amount of workout, so I'm gonna work out even more. And then your weight still will not budge. Do you know that feeling? Am I talking directly to you? Are you shaking your head in the car right now? Because I have been there. But if you don't understand how the body works, then you're never gonna be able to make health a lifestyle because the body needs a certain amount of calories just for daily function. And when I say daily function, I'm talking about getting out of bed, brushing your teeth, opening the car door, sitting down. We need a certain amount of calories just for daily function and then you need a certain amount of calories to sustain a workout. And yes, you have to deficit that amount by a certain amount to lose weight, But if you deficit it by too much, your body responds by saying, okay, this is what she's gonna do. I'm not getting enough calories here, so I have to figure out how to survive. And the way I'm gonna do that is I'm gonna slow down everything in her body. And we're talking about the metabolism. It's gonna slow down your metabolism so it doesn't have to expend so much energy. And before you know it, you have a super slow metabolism and a weight loss plateau that you can not kick. That's what happens when you don't eat enough and you don't understand that sometimes eating more is gonna lead to weight loss. It's a really weird concept, but you can ask many of my clients who trusted me And they said, well, that seems counterintuitive to eat more. And then when they did and they lost the five pounds and they could not believe it, they are the ones who now are my poster childs and tell everybody, you got to eat more. Now, it's not for everybody. Not everybody has to eat more. Some people are eating too much. But a lot of times, if you're hungry, if you're in a weight loss plateau, it's very possible that you just don't understand where your body needs to be, how many calories you need to be taking in. You might be doing more harm than good. Education is key to making health a lifestyle. 
Number four, people often struggle to make health a lifestyle because they get very discouraged with slow progress. And again, we just talked about it. They want the quick fix. We all want the quick fix. Then you get started on a program, maybe like Earn That Body, where it's about balanced nutrition. And you do lose one to two pounds a week. And that's great. But you're looking at the scale and you know you've got 50 pounds to lose. And you're like, what's one pound a week or two pounds a week when I have this much weight? And they get discouraged. And they get discouraged kind of fast. And often when you get discouraged, you just throw in the towel. And if you throw in the towel and then go out to Mexican food, and then you get on the scale the next day, you see that you went up three pounds. And now you're like, oh my God, I just undid all the work I did for three weeks. And then you just want to cry, right? Okay. Don't get discouraged by slow progress. Slow and steady wins the race, okay? It's okay if you lose one to two pounds a week. That's the healthy, sustainable way to lose weight. And think about it more long-term. Don't think about it week to week. I want you to think to yourself, if I lose one to two pounds a week, where am I gonna be at one month from now? And if I keep this going, where am I gonna be at six months from now? And if I keep this going, because now it's kind of a lifestyle, where is that gonna put me one year from now? You have to see it in that way. Don't see it of where you are week to week. Go ahead and extend that vision and see where it's gonna put you in the months to come. Because someone who loses 20 pounds in a fad diet in two weeks puts it back on at the four week marker, right? But someone who lost weight in a slow, sustainable way at the four week marker might be down 10 pounds, not back up weight. Maybe it's half the weight of the fad diet, but the fad diet person already put all that weight back on. So why? Go that route, slow and steady wins the race. And number five, I think that people are too concerned with some odd number that they decide is what they want to be their goal weight, and they're not concerned enough with how they feel. So sometimes they get a client, and I always ask on my questionnaire, like, what's your goal weight? Because it's good for me to know what they're shooting for. But sometimes it's a very interesting number. Like it might be, my goal weight is 123. My goal weight is 142.5. And I'm always like, where do they come up with these numbers? <laughs> it's not like 120, 140. They'll have these like numbers at like 127. And I'm thinking, that's an odd number. Like, not just odd, like seven is an odd number, but it's unusual to have this number. And you know, it might've been like, that's what I weighed before I had kids, or that's what I weighed on my wedding day. But these numbers, that doesn't, there's no real reason that you should be what you weighed before you had kids, right? So people who are too concerned with hitting a special number on the scale and not focusing on how they feel, generally are people who struggle to make health a lifestyle. You've got to, you've got to jump on board with me, guys, <laughs> guys and gals. I want you to get on my train, okay? My diet train is actually about focusing on how you feel. Sometimes I ask myself, like, I feel really good at my age where I'm at mentally and physically. And I just want to know from others, at what age is being skinny no longer going to be relevant to you, but feeling amazing and being healthy 
is going to be more important to you. Because there's got to be an age, I hope, a crossover for you where you make that connection. That when you go to the doctor and they do your blood work and they're like, oh my gosh, your blood work is amazing. And I have clients who come to me and they're like, my doctor couldn't believe that my high blood pressure is all the way down and I don't need that medication anymore. My doctor couldn't believe how much my cholesterol dropped now that I'm eating healthy. My doctor couldn't believe how much weight I've lost this year since starting in that body. That, oh my gosh, that is my favorite thing to hear. I know y'all want to fit in your skinny jeans and I want that for you if that's what you want, but I get so excited when people see that their health is now a highlight in their life and their doctors are cheering for them and happy for them and taking them off medication because their bodies are doing the work now on its own because you're taking care of your body. And when you can really embrace what all of that feels like, that is when I can honestly say you will be making health your lifestyle and you will stop getting on fad diets. And you will stop going on the diet train because you'll start to realize that taking care of your body in a healthy, sustainable way is what is going to make you feel good long term and help you live a much longer life. So if you're struggling with that diet train, the yo-yo diets are simply wondering, how can I stay healthy forever? I really want you to start embracing how good you feel on those days that you eat healthy, how good you feel on those days that you got up before work and you got your workout done. Because over time, that feeling will be what you remember before you drink the bottle of wine or eat the entire cake. I want you to remember, wait, I felt so good when I didn't do those things. I'm not gonna have the bottle of wine. I know what I'm gonna feel like after that and it's not gonna feel good. You can do this. I hope this has turned in, I sort of feel like it's turned into like a real cheer pep pep talk. (laughs) But you can do this. If I could do it, anyone could do it. Trust me, I was in a low, low spot in my life when I decided to change everything in my health. And so that means that you can do it too, no matter where you're at in your life, no matter what age you are right now, you can make the difference, you can change your nutrition, you can work out, and you can make your life the best thing it could ever be and feel your absolute best. Believe in yourself, believe in your healthy life that you have ahead, And by all means, if you ever need help, you just let me know, Kim at EarnThatBody.com, because I'm the one who answers my emails. I'm a one-woman show. And if you have success in any way as well, or this podcast is going to, if this episode is just like lighting your fire, would you please send me an email? Let me know that I touched one person. Or maybe post on social media where I post this podcast episode, or maybe share this episode if you think it might help someone else. Because if we can get more people on board with healthy weight loss, with a way to be healthy as a lifestyle, I think we'd be doing such a great service to society. All right, everybody, Earn That Body podcast, always here to bring you fitness, nutrition, and health information you can put into play.
right away. For more information about Kim Eagle's online programs, go to earnthatbody.com or check out Earn That Body on all forms of social media, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and YouTube. 